Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Are you here this morning? It's a good morning. Hallelujah. And I believe that God is about to do something wonderful for you and for me and for us. Hallelujah. Please turn your Bibles with me. Please turn your Bibles with me if you can to Ecclesiastes Ecclesia chapter 9 verse number 11. I need us to pray for a short while. We go into the word of God and we'll be out of here. Say amen. amen. Are you there? Ecclesiastes is just after Proverbs. If you are there say amen. If you are not there say wait for me. Can we read it together? We read him from verse number 9 and we'll pray with a portion of it then we continue. Verse 11. 1 go. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong neither yet bread to the wise nor yet riches to men of understanding nor yet favor to men of skill but time and chance happened to them all. Hallelujah. Bible says This is the wisest person who lived Solomon he said uh he saw something I mean wonderful under the sun that is in the earth normally it is the swiftest if you are swift you are the one to win a race is that true or correct yeah and if there's a battle if there's a boxing is the strongest that win is that not it but he begins to tell us some things that he observed that it is not always the swiftest that wins the race and he has seen that the strongest person is not the one who won a, a battle or a fight are you here then he continues to say neither yet bread to the wise in other words if you are wise if you are wise you know how to use knowledge you you would never lack what to eat but somehow he found out that there were wise people who were also struggling to have something to eat then he continued to say where are we now yet riches to men of understanding in other words it's like riches people who become rich are people with understanding so here you notice that there's difference between wisdom wisdom will give you enough to eat but understanding will cause you to be rich some of us at the end of every month we become rich hello how many become rich at the end of every month 
Yeah, that, that means you are wise. But if you, you press on and you get understanding, you move from being rich and you become wealthy. If you are rich at the end of every month, you are able to eat so the month ends again. But when it says that riches, okay, are to the men of understanding, it's talking about somebody who is not able to spend his income. By the time you are being paid or more money is coming, you have not finished using the first one. That shall be your story. I said that shall be your story. And he says that those things is not for people who are just wise. It's for those who understand what they are doing. Who have understanding. Are you here? May you have understanding. And he goes on to say, nor yet favor for men of skill. Favor those who are favored. Favor means to be chosen. Do you understand? When somebody has favor, has favor, it means that you are selected, you are chosen. I said, normally it is people who have skill, who are favored or who are chosen. But he said he saw under the sun that there were people with skill, but they were also not chosen. Then it says that what? But time and chance happening to them all. Hallelujah. It's, there is something that can bomb all this. It can bomb wisdom. It can bomb understanding. It can bomb your strength. It can, I mean, it can make nonsense of your swiftness. And he says, it is time and chance. You may be strong, but you don't have the chance to even uh, uh, fight. You may be the wisest, but you don't have the chance. Are you here? How many have sat in the essence room and you know a lot by your time was up? Are you here? You had a lot of time, but you also did not know what to write. So some people have time, they don't know what to write. Some know what to write, but they don't have time. That, that, that is why the wise I said, look, Men and brethren, there's something that can take that, that, that you see, don't, don't, don't joke. So I want you to pray. We are praying for ourselves this morning. We want to say, Lord, give me time and give me chance. Chance means opportunity. You may be the best football, footballer around, but you may not have the opportunity even to be a reserve. You may be the best lady who will be the wonderful wife. Lift your two hands, everybody. Please, this prayer is for me as well as it's for you. Tell God, give me time and give me chance. Hey, with time and chance, you can do well. May I have time and may I have chance. Keep us alive, Lord, we pray. Lord of oh God, you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Time belongs to you. Hey, Before time began, you were. Hey, Lord, give us time and give us opportunities. We pray, oh God. Everybody lift your hands. Lift your hands and call on God for some short minutes. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Hey, Yapando Roshi Libaba Rababa. 
Mando te bando rondi li bebe li bebe li bala baba rebobobobobosha Hey abando rushi kipa rianda rababe kabarababeka Ah we pray for time Hey give us the opportunity Lord as a church as individuals as a group Lord time to repent Some people did not repent before they died Some people were not saved they did not have time to change Hey, abando rokata kata, matoli mahanda riaka. Hey, amamando rosiki bariando rosaka baya. Aya ba ba ba. Ah, give us the opportunity to say sorry. Give us time, hey, to correct our mistakes. Aya matoli ba ba riakata kata. Hey, abando rokata kata. Hey, abando ronde le bebe le ba 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 re mama ma re bobo. Hey, abando rokata kata. Aye kaba yando tabarokata kata. Hey, abarababe le ba 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 re ba ba re ba ba. Hey, abando rokata kateka. Ima mando roshi baye ya. Hey, abando rokabambe. Ah Lord, we pray for time for every single one of us. Give us opportunity, and Lord, give us time, Lord. Hey, abando roshi kiba, tando roshi kibando ronda rababeka. Jesus, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Amen. Oh, I can't hear you, Amen. How many know the story of the prodigal son? Bible says a certain man had two sons. The one we call prodigal, he wasted a lot of things. But you see, the story ends very well. That this guy came back, repented, and the father threw a party, killed the father's uh, calf, and there were joy, music, dancing. But do you know the essence of this story? The guy's story would have been a mess if he died when he went. But somehow. He had time. He had time to come back, and he had opportunity to say sorry. Are you here? Some people, you know, you may have made some mistakes, but time will let. You see, some things you have been so strong about it. With time, you will notice that no, I don't need to do this. I can go and apologize to my father. I can go and say sorry to my mother. I can go and say, lift your hand and say, Lord. I need time. Give me, give me time to repent and give me time to change, Lord. Oh, the opportunity to do what is right. I have done what is wrong, but Lord, I need opportunity. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, opportunity to serve. Time to serve, Lord. Ah, yapando rukabaya. Oh yes, Lord, we thank you. Oh yes, Lord, we bless you. Oh yes Lord in the name of Jesus Mashando Rushikibaya Father in the name of Jesus we thank you and we bless you This morning we say have your way and let your will be done Lord we pray for understanding hearts Lord may we not be the same because we are here Lord we pray for the opportunity and time to do your work to say your word to pray to do the very things you have called us to do like Jonah give us one more opportunity and give us time that even what we have refused to do lord will go back and fulfill it 
Father, we thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And all shall say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Please be seated in heavenly places. Well, welcome to March. I want to welcome you especially to the third month of the year. Can you believe that we are already in March? You need to get ready for another Christmas. The month is running. All right. Okay. So, may March bring you much happiness. May March bring you much answers. May March bring you much solutions. May March bring you proposals. Oh, some people did not say amen. May somebody propose to you this month. Uh, Somebody you are going to graduate this month in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So this month is also the month of evangelism. I'm looking for a book others. So the two books that we are using for this month is How You Can Preach Salvation and the other book is Addis. Hallelujah. It's my father's book. It's your father's book. Take it, read it, and it will be a blessing to you. Amen. Okay. So we are going to, uh, in the month of evangelism, what do we do? We, everybody goes out. We began with our souling Sunday. That was last week. But this month, everybody, you are a soul winner. Every day, speak to somebody, invite somebody. Because of you, somebody must go to heaven. Amen. Are you here? Yeah. And he said, Pastor, I don't know how to preach. I don't, this book, How You Can Preach Salvation. And the others. And... uh, I don't know. The Macarioses are not here. We have uh, some Macarios. It's a, a library of 60 books. Okay? 60 books. If you were to buy one, one book, some of the books cost more than 400. If you take the good general, uh, uh, what do you call it? The act of um, leadership and all other big, big books. Very expensive. But a whole 60 books the library of sister books is just 1,500, okay? That is a blessing to everyone. Don't, if you buy the books one, one, you may spend over 8,000, okay? If you want to buy the sister books one after the other, you will end up. But we don't intend, it's not money making, it's not business, it's, it's a ministry, amen? Yeah. The books you're reading and also helping other ministers. So it's not in your interest to buy the books one one. So I need every one of you. Where are the uh, Macarios? Can we have some, please? It should always be here. Then you see that's what we put here. So please get a library and 
I'm telling you, don't allow anybody to borrow one from it that I will bring it back. Tell the person that my pastor says I shouldn't give you. Okay? That one, I said it. Tell the person, I'm sorry, my pastor said I shouldn't give you my book. Because when it goes, it will not come back. Yeah. This, yeah, it will not come back. If you want to buy one for your center or your bar center, then what you need to do is to take a book and have a librarian who will write the names of the people who take the book and when they should bring it back. But if not, you see, maybe you have a bar center. They don't read. Buy two and have a library. They will come and take. That's how to bring the people up. Amen. Amen. Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Amen. Amen. So it's the truth you know that sets you free or that makes you free. It's not the truth you are told. Okay? I'm about to tell you some truth. But that truth may set you free only when you have come to know it. That's why you need to write the scriptures and the verses so that you go and also cross-check. Now, when you go and cross-check it, then it is not the pastor was saying, but now you know it. Then when you know it, you are about to be free. Hallelujah. That is why many people have come to church. They have had a good time in church, dancing, worshiping, good sermon, but they have not changed because they have heard the truth. They need to move on to know it. There is a difference between somebody, hello, there is a difference between somebody that you ask two plus two and it says four. And another person, two plus two, it says, my teacher says it's four. These two people, they are not the same. Hello? Can you take the echo from it? Okay. So, I don't want people who say that, uh, my pastor says, my pastor says, you should be able also to know what the Bible says. You move from just hearsay to a point that you know. Hallelujah. Fantastic. So, I'm sharing with you shortly, and we'll be out of this place, a very important subject that will bless your life. Amen. Amen. Okay. So I want to share with you why your soul is important. Why your soul is important. Tell somebody, my soul is important. My soul is important. And ask them, do you know why your soul is important? Tell the person, pastor is about to tell us. Amen. But when you get your book, it's here. When you get your library, it's here. How you can preach salvation. And it's page 107, okay, it's there. You read it and uh, all the questions you write it, you come and ask. So turn your Bibles with me to Mark chapter 8, verse number 36. Mark chapter 8, verse 36. Are you there? Mark chapter 8, verse 36. Can you read it together? Mark chapter 8, verse 36. One, go. Let's take it again. One, go. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain 
the whole world and lose his own soul. Amen. You can see that there's a word there, his own. Do you understand? The shoe that you are wearing, is it your own? Some people are wearing their own shoes. Others are wearing shoes. Are you getting it? Some people, what you are wearing is your own. And the Bible is saying that the only thing that is yours is your soul. Are you here? In this life, the only thing that you own, the only thing you have, is not your car. It's not your building. It's all for you. You cannot take it along. The only thing that is yours, that you can take it everywhere you will go, is your soul. So it's very important that you take care of your own soul. Some people take care of things that are not theirs. It's wonderful to have a beautiful car, but it's not yours. It's wonderful to have a beautiful building. You will stay in it. But very soon, the owner will take over. Very soon, the money that you have accumulated at the bank, somebody else will begin to use it. Very soon, your dresses, your shoes will be given out. You, 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 you cannot retain it because it's not yours. The Bible says we came into this world with nothing. And it is certain we will carry nothing out. It means some people have tried to carry something out. That is why I say it is certain. He wants you to be aware. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse number 7. Can we read it together? One go. For we brought nothing into this world. And it is certain we can carry nothing. By the time you will be going out, you will go the way you came. They will put your hand on your chest and say, Charlie, <laughs> it's over. Where that, look, everybody, your hometown is called six feet. Tell somebody your hometown is six feet. You are not from, we are all going six feet to the ground unless you are raptured. And Bible says that whatever you have is not yours. It is certain we can carry nothing out. If you like, ask your mother when you were giving birth, what did you bring? You brought nothing. You brought your birthday suit was nakedness. That was your bed issues. And when you die, you are going to go like that. Your, look, your nice dresses, they will not even put some on you. Others, people are going to use it for you. People that you would have helped. Others will inherit your money and they will not help people who have helped you to get the money. The only thing that you can carry with you is your soul. That is why Jesus is asking, what shall it profit a man? If you gain the whole world, listen to me. When we talk about the whole world, it's not talking about Cape Town. It's not talking about uh, uh, Jobek. The whole world is the whole of Africa, the whole of Europe, add Asia, add Australia, add North and South America. We are talking about the whole world. Even if you gain, if today we say the whole Cape Town is from, I, I don't know what you are going to do. Okay, Cape Town is for you. <laughs> what has it changed? You know this. But, but you see, you cannot carry Cape Town. You cannot carry your car. 
There are people who are sleeping in shacks, but they have nice buildings somewhere. That should tell you that, hey, hey, hey. You cannot even on earth. On earth. Some people have beautiful buildings in Eastern Cape, but they don't have even, uh, uh, what do you call it? A shack to scratch in. You can see that already. That's why Jesus said, what shall it profit? What will you gain? What is the gain? Do you understand? If you did accounting, you notice that we have manufacturing, trading, and loss and profit accounts. So Jesus is telling you that, look, when you gain the whole world, okay, when you gain the whole world, and the selling price of your soul is the, is the whole world, okay, if you give your soul, how many, how many have done a business? You can understand this. This is the product, okay? So when we sell it, the price at which you buy it is the selling price, okay? And the price at which I bought it is the cost price. So if I bought this one, 1000 and I sell it to you, 1500 I have made profit of what? 500 Now Jesus says that if the selling price of your soul, your single soul, that's if you are selling it for the whole world, for Africa, Europe, including the buildings and the money and the gold and the cattle, everything in it. If you sell your single soul for the whole of uh, Africa, not Cape Town, Europe, Asia, when you sell your soul for the whole world, it said you have made a loss. Why do you think that the devil is busily uh, disturbing you if you, if you, don't, you, you are not uh, precious? Sometimes, you, because you don't have money in your pocket, you may think that, oh, you are useless. No. Why is the devil still uh, uh, following you, even though you don't have money? Because you waste more than money. You cannot be bought with money. You, you are so precious. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Amen. Yeah. So I'm telling you why your soul is important. Number one, your soul is important because your soul is the real you. You are not this body. You are not this container. Your soul is the actual you. When we call your name, we are not talking about this container. We are talking about the one inside. Are you here? But many people don't know. They think that they are this container. You are not going to miss out in the name of Jesus. Your soul is important because your soul is the actual you. How many remember the story Jesus spoke about uh, the Lazarus and the rich man? Do you remember? In Luke chapter 16. If you read from verse number 19, can I read it? Bible says, a certain, there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fed sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sauce and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked the sauce, and it came to pass that the beggar died 
you know, and was carried by angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, he lifted up his eyes and being in torments, he seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime, somebody say lifetime. lifetime. Thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted and thou art tormented. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Hallelujah. Abraham said, look, in your lifetime, I'm talking about why your soul is important. You see, in our lifetime, people make this clay very important. We do hair, we do tattoos, we do leave me alone, leave me alone. Uh, different things. Are you here? Amen. Yeah, we pierce sometimes. Uh, different things. But you see, Bible said that the rich man died. Lazarus died first. He was poor, so he couldn't afford his medical bills, so he was the first to die. But anyway, the rich man also died. And the Bible says... That in hell, in hell, in hell, the rich man lifted his eye. I thought his body has been buried in Cape Town or in South Africa or in Jobek. That is the soul. The soul is the person inside the actual you. It's more real than this container. This one would dissolve. This one is clay. Are you here? That the Bible says God created us and after that he formed us. The one that God created is the actual you, your spirit and soul together. The one that he formed is the clay. And after that he put the, the created being into the formed one. The Bible says suddenly a man became a living soul. So we are living so because God put the created being into the formed and we became a living soul. Is it there? Are you here? So you are a precious soul. You are not a piece of meat. Your soul is important because your soul is the real you. Hallelujah. Have you been to, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, airport before you are traveling. And you checked in your luggage. Or even you are going through the security point and they ask you to put your laptop and other things over. Then you also walk through a certain place. Have you, have you gone through? I see you traveling through the airport. Mm, the intercape is too much. You will be flying up and down in the name of Jesus. From here to Joburg is two hours. You shall not use 24 hours again. Are you here? City to city and Greenhorn and all those things. I see you flying very soon. 
But the Bible says they were both buried. But the rich man lifted his eyes. I thought his eyes was also buried. The soul is just like you. The Bible calls it the inner man, the inward man. Hallelujah. Bible talks about it. Your soul looks like you. Many people think that when your spirit or your soul is like a bag of air, that it's not a bag of air. My brother, it's not a bag of air. Your soul looks like you. How did the rich man recognize Lazarus? Even though the body was being, uh, uh, is buried somewhere, decomposing, but there was another set of eyes that the rich man was using to look at Lazarus. And Abraham even told his son, remember, it means he had head and the brain was in. And if the guy was speaking, it means he had tongue. And the tongue cannot be hanging in the air. The tongue must be in the mouth. And the mouth is on the head. And if the head is dead, then it must be connected to the neck. And if you could see the fingers of uh, Lazarus and say, let him dip his finger. Then it means that the arm was there. And the arm should be connected to the shoulder. And if he said that, let him come. Then he saw that he was able to walk. And if he had leg, it means your soul has legs. Your soul has hands. Your soul has fingers. Your soul has head. Your soul has tongue. Your soul can remember. Some people think that when you die, it's like you are black as you will not feel. <laughs> Don't joke. You are joking. When you die, one guy asked me, Pastor, do you think that the, the, the hardship and the bitterness of slave trade and all this can be, uh, he said, will help be worse than, I mean, like slave trade. And I, 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 I told him, I said, hell. And slave trade would be like seven star hotel. You will choose, you will choose slavery any day if you know what hell is. A place that people, rich people who can afford car, don't ask for a glass of water. A place that a drop of water is so precious, you wouldn't want to go there. Your soul is so important. I'm talking about why your soul. You see, you cannot, you cannot allow yourself to go to hell. You cannot. Some of us, we take so much time taking care of this container. How can you buy Coke and you are interested and you are in love with the bottom more than the content? Coke is not the bottle. Coke is not the can. Yes, we identify Coke with the can. But the one, the actual we have paid for is in the can. That is why when we finish, we throw the can away. We just try, we throw the can away. One day, this can will be thrown away. We just throw it away. It is useless. Whether they put you in a Mercedes-Benz coffin or they put you in a, no. Whether they, they, they put you in, recently I heard that there is now air-conditioned coffins. With radio and FM. And I said, ah, people are joking. Oh. People are joking. 
you, you, you want air conditioner in your coffin with electricity and radio. It's like you are, you are, listen, you are joking. How, what is it? Hello? If you saw somebody who has packed empty cans of Coke in his room, what will you say about the person? Say that, mm. Mm. It looks like there's something wrong with you. This, when you finish, you see, your soul will move on. Your soul is so important. That is the real you. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus said, what shall it profit? What will a man gain? When you, when you gain the whole world and you lose your own, only your soul is your own. Some people, you see, when you come to church like this, you would like us to preach things that will make your body feel good. You want us to say things that like, ah, you are going to make it, but let, let me tell you, your soul is the most important and most precious. Thank God you have wearing something, you are covering this body, but it's not as important as the reason. I always tell my children I did not take you to school to throw a short put. If I need to uh, lift something that is heavy, I don't need a short put person. We will hire a crane. Yeah, you notice that. I'm telling you. So, as you've been to school, and you, are, you need to know that there's something important than just throwing off short put. You are in the school for a purpose. There's something that church is also about. God wants you to take care of your soul. Many people have taken their eye off the actual person, and they have made it about their hair. They've made it about their physical beauty, about their shoe, about their dressing. It's okay, but what about the actual you? What about the actual you? Your soul is important. Your soul is the actual you. Is the inner man. Is the is the real person. Take care of that guy. Take care. Take care before it's too late. Before it's too late. Number two. I'm trying. Number two. Your soul is important because your soul can die. Your soul can die. The death of this physical body is painful, but it's not as painful as what I'm about to do. Look, your soul can die. That's why your soul is important. See how people, you, last week we read something, said, and this is the second death. <laughs> Ezekiel chapter 18, verse number 4. Ezekiel. Chapter 18, verse number 4. Bible says, and I read, behold, all souls are mine. God is talking. All souls are mine. As the soul of the, of the father, so also is the soul of the son is mine. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Said the soul. Bible said the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Bible said the soul that will sin will die. Are you here? Your soul is important because if you don't take care of it, it will die. It will die. You even this body, if you like, don't bat, don't bat for just three days or four days 
or one week, you see that when you are passing by people, uh, you develop a natural perfume. The body of the notice that you begin to smell. So a soul that has not been taken care of, a soul that, I, you, you body, you bath every day, but within 24 hours, you see a lot of secretions in your panties and other places. I'm preaching. That's why some people wear pads and other things so that uh, other, uh, the smell, some people wear perfume pads and they spray them so that the scent will, as you take care of this container, how, 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 how much have you done for the actual you? That's why everybody should be careful who you marry. A person who has not taken care of his soul is a wicked, self, selfish person. I'm telling you. Are you here? Yeah, your soul can die. Your soul can die. A soul, that's in it. Some souls sin. They desire and they want them. Can you see the wickedness that is around? Your soul is important. Very, very, because it can die. Number three. Your soul is important because God has appointed shepherds to guide your soul to heaven. Your soul is so important that God has to appoint a special person, people called shepherds, pastors, to guide your soul to heaven. First Peter chapter 2 verse number 25. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 25. Is it in your Bible? Can we read it together? One go. For ye were a sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and the bishop of your souls. Hallelujah. Jesus is the bishop of our. I say Jesus is the bishop of our souls. Say we were like sheep going astray, but we turned. Hallelujah. Yeah, and we came to the shepherd who is the bishop of our soul. Your soul is so important that God had to send. That's why Jesus came and said, I am the good shepherd. Yeah, I am the good shepherd. I am the, if you believe in me, you will have life and not only life, but you have it more abundantly. And he said that the chief, he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Amen. But a good shepherd comes to lead us to where God will have us to be. Amen. That is how important your soul is. If you go to any place that there are important things, they employ people, custodians, caretakers, security officers to watch over the soul. Because your soul is so important. God sends a shepherd. God sends his only son to become a shepherd and to guide your soul till you get to heaven. Can I have your loudest amen? That is why you don't need to. You know, some people don't understand the work of a pastor. Pastors are, are guys and they are shepherds who are caring for your soul. Sometimes people are just interested. You know, you go to a hospital for people to care for your body. You go to the denture, uh, dentist for uh, him or her to take care of your teeth. 
But when you come to church, when you come to church, it is not taking care of the body. We do it. But sometimes, look, we have become, I mean, wayward. We have missed the point. Now churches are taking care of the body and they have left the soul. That's why you can go to a church six months, one year. No, the pastor has not mentioned to you the reason why you are in church. We have also joined other beauticians and other doctors taking care of the body. There is no one in this world who, have, who has been given the precious duty to take care of the souls of men. Am I preaching to anybody? Your soul is so important. That's why I don't understand you if you don't come to church. You are able to go to the market. You are able to go to work. You are able to go to school. And you forget about the actual you. Where you need to bring yourself every week after week to be taken care of. To be guided. So that you don't go to hell. No. You cannot hate yourself this much. If you love yourself, the least you can do is to check yourself in every Sunday so that your soul can be taken care of. And don't be interested in the things that gratifies the body. The body always wants to feel important, but it's the container. It's, the, it's not as important. It's not as important as your soul. My brother, my sister, be interested in your soul. There are people who are so much interested in even how they feel that the places that they will take care of their souls. People go to churches that they know that they are spiritually dying there. There's no word of God. There's no prayer. There's nothing. You can see that as you go to church, you are backsliding gradually. That's why when you see people, when people want to backslide, they will tell you, I'm going to uh, uh, my former church. My grandmother's church. Where you did not get born again. Where they did not tell you about your soul. Whose who's breast? Whose breast is anointed and full with milk to give to the baby? It's the mother. So you cannot get born again. If you could get born again there, then you, you should have been born again there. But you get born again. And God is... Taking you somewhere, they say, I'm going, you are going to miss out. Your soul will be malnourished. Then before long, you notice that you have backslided and you've died again. Your soul is so important that God will send his son to come. God will give pastors, who will raise people, who will anoint them to take care of your soul. Because so is, one soul is worth more than the whole world. Maybe we don't understand. Maybe we don't understand. That is the way, the reason why we treat ourselves the way we do. Maybe you don't understand how precious. Maybe you don't understand how precious. That is why if it were even one person, Jesus would have died because one person weighed more yeah, than the whole world. For instance, if you need a spoon a spoon, just a spoon of Coke. How will you get it? You will still buy a can of Coke or a bottle of Coke. What you, all you need is just a spoon of Coke. But they don't sell a, a spoon of You need to buy a can. Then you pour what you want. 
You see? So even if it were the blood, the, your, your, your life, it cost, it cost the life of Jesus. So even if, if it was one life, it was so cost the life of Jesus. It doesn't have to be ten lives before Jesus will, will die. Even if it was one life. Because it is, it is by his blood that we are saved and we are cleansed. That's how precious you are. And some people don't even understand. You don't understand. That's why you get born again and you are about to trade it for, I mean, something in the world. Education in the world or a job in the world or money in the world. I, I, I don't understand. Hello? Something that you are worth more than the whole world and you can you trade your soul, not even for the world, but for something in the world. Hey. You are worth more than the whole world. And you did not even accept that. You are trading. You are selling your soul for something, a job. Somebody is giving you a job that you are going to work with your own strength. And because of that, you are losing your soul. Oh, Sissy, your head needs re-examination. We need to re-examine you. Whether everything is working, whether the cables are connected very well. Am I preaching to anybody? Number three. Number four, okay. Choose the number, please. Your soul is important because Jesus said there is nothing valuable enough that could give that you could give in exchange for your soul. Matthew chapter 16, verse number 26. Matthew chapter 16, verse 26. Can we read it together? One go. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You see, he says that, okay, maybe there's something. If you gain the whole world and you lose your soul, you have traded at a loss. Then so if you don't like it, then you tell me. You tell me, what is it that you will exchange your soul for? May you not exchange your soul for a car. May you not exchange your, your soul for a job. May you not exchange your soul for a grade. You want A plus. You want B. You want, because of that, you are exchanging your soul for something. No, it shall never be. I said it shall never be. You want money in the world. Part of the money and because of that, you want to exchange your soul. Jesus said there is nothing. Maybe if there's somebody here who knows something which worth more than a soul, you can also uh, help us. But according to the Bible, they said, "Oh, or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul?" Ask the person sitting by you. This is a personal question that Jesus is asking this morning. Ask the person. I want to ask you the same question. What shall you give in exchange? Ask the person, what will you trade your salvation for? Demand an answer. It's not just a question. They ask the person. What was the answer? It says what? 
Hallelujah. Number five. Your soul is important because it can be lost. Are you here? Your soul is important because your soul can be lost. You can lose it. Yeah, you can lose your soul. The same scripture that we read, it said, For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? May you not lose your soul. Yeah. It may, you see, sometimes, look, if you have a, maybe even I have a, a sweet. You want to receive it? Okay, you can have it. Ask and it shall be given. Okay, don't ask for this one. There are people sitting by me, they did not get it. But okay, look at this. This is just the wrapper and the husk. You know, it's not the same. You can have this if you want it. I will know if I am trying to keep it. I can't. But if I get home and it's not, I will not even know that it's lost. It's not important. So whether it is still there, I may not even know. Do you remember the last time where you kept the wrapper of your sweets? Do you know where you lost it? Where you placed it? It's not important. So even when you don't find, you can't even know. It, you can't even. But your soul is not like that. <laughs> your soul is not something that is not precious. That you can lose it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I should, I, should, I should show you. Those with iPhones. This morning before you came, you forgot your phone. Who forgot the phone? This morning before you came, they said, hey, 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 my phone. Then you have to go for it. Even the phone, when you, when you left it for 20 minutes, it's like, hey, I'm losing my phone. Just the phone. Do you understand? It's so precious to you that you, you can't go without it. You remember, within, within 10 minutes of not having your phone, you, you touch it, say, hey, my phone, my phone. So it is only expensive and precious things that can be lost, that you can lose. So when Jesus said, what can you give in anything for your soul? Look at that scripture. He said, what is a man profited if he gained the whole world and lose his own? In other words, when you gain, then you lose. He said, what? May you never lose your soul. In the name of Jesus. What number are we? Okay. The one, another scripture. Your soul is important because your soul can be destroyed. Matthew chapter 10 verse number 28. Your soul can be destroyed. Matthew chapter 10 verse 28. And fear not them that kill the body and are not able to kill the soul. Can you see? Can you see that the soul is different from the body? Some people can kill the body, but they cannot touch the soul. 
That's what Jesus says. I said, don't be worried. Some people, you are just afraid. Men can only kill the body. They can't do anything to the soul. But rather, fear him, which is able to destroy both soul and the body in hell. Are you here? So in this scripture, Jesus tells us clearly that the soul is different from the body. The body may die, but the soul will continue. And people who, there are people, there are people who don't even know you have a soul. What they can do the best is to hurt this body. But Jesus said, don't be worried. And don't be afraid of those who can hurt this body, but they cannot. But be afraid rather of God, the judge, the living God who can both kill the body and also cast the soul into hell. Are you here? The next one, what number are we? Seven. Okay, your soul is important because it can go to hell. Acts chapter 2, verse number 25 to 27. Acts chapter 2, verse number 25 to 27. Are you there? For David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, so my flesh shall rest in hope, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. Hallelujah! Neither wilt thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Amen. Yeah. He said, he did not say that you will not leave the body in the grave. He said, no, you will not leave my soul in hell. So your soul can be destroyed. Your soul can die. Your soul can go to hell. That's why your soul is important. You need to take care of it. What number are we? Number eight. Okay. We are in number eight. So next number is what? Uh, it's the eight that we are doing. Okay. Your soul is important because it can be required of you at any time. God can, yeah. God can call you for a meeting. Your soul can be required of you. If you are using somebody's phone, the owner can. It's like you come to church wearing somebody's shoe and you want to dance. Then the person look at you and say, <laughs> you are happy you are about to move it. Then, then you take your time. It's like, because that shoe can be required of you. Because it's not yours. God gave you. That is why when you kill yourself, you will have to answer for it. Because you did not make yourself. You did not make yourself. That's why you cannot say that, I'm suffering, so I want to commit suicide, I want to die. Sure. If you can die so easily like that, like, <laughs> you cannot. You cannot. Somebody has created. Even if you, if you went and saw somebody who has used clay to make a damning uh, toys and all that. Can you just take it and destroy it? You cannot. So in the same way, a complex being like you, you cannot just end your life. Your soul is important because it can be required of you. Amen. Luke chapter 12, verse 16 to 21.
Bible says, and he speak a parable unto them, saying, the ground of a certain rich man. Rich people seem to have a lot of trouble. Eh? <laughs> but we also know that Abraham was rich and he was in heaven. Amen. Genesis chapter 13, verse 2. Bible says Abraham was very rich in cattle, in silver. In... So I think that you don't go to hell because of riches. It's your behavior. Are you getting it? Uh-huh. So may God prosper you. And you also don't go to heaven because you are poor. It's like, hey, Lazarus was poor. He was in heaven. So, no. Poverty doesn't take you to heaven. It's what you do. The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he taught within himself. Listen to this. He did not even speak it out. That is where you will notice that God hears the voice of your soul. The meditations of your heart. Human beings, they just hear what you are saying, but God, he hears what you are thinking. That's why one of the most important prayers and forgiveness, to always ask God, forgive my thoughts. Hey! How many would like God to forgive your thoughts? Yeah, it's a very good prayer. Yeah. Even sometimes husband and wife. If God should project the thoughts of the wife or the husband on the board, you notice that, hey, this husband. Uh, you will ask, what is wrong with you? He said, it brought forth plentifully. Let me keep reading before I enter into trouble. And he taught within himself, saying, what shall I do because I have no room where to bestow my fruits? And he said, this I will do. I will pull down my bands and build greater. And there I will bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, So thou hast my goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink up. And be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that laid up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. Amen. 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 The same applies to those who lay up treasure. You have bank account. You don't pay your tithe. You have uh, different things. It's like, so, take it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to build. I'm going to do uh, This man, Bible said that that same night, God said, that, come up, come up for a meeting. That was the end. He had to die. The body will have to be buried. May that not be our portion. I said, may that not be our portion. In the name of Jesus. What number are we? Number nine. Okay, maybe that is where we are closing. Is that the last one? Okay. Let me say this then. We are out of here. Your soul can be saved by having faith in God. Amen. Your soul can be saved by having faith in God. Hallelujah. That is the good news. Your soul doesn't have to die. It doesn't have to go to hell. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. Hallelujah.
your soul can be saved by believing, having faith in God. Hebrews chapter 10, verse number 38 and 39. Hebrews chapter 10. Are you there? Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38 and 39. Now, the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them that draw back unto perdition. Perdition means hell, destruction. We are not of those that draw back into hell or into perdition. But of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Hallelujah. So how we get our saved uh, 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 souls saved is by believing in Jesus Christ as the son of the living God and that by his blood our sins, our mistakes are washed, are cleansed. When we confess him and we believe in our hearts, our souls will be saved. Amen. Amen. May our souls be saved in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah, That is why God has appointed shepherds, pastors to do this work. Hallelujah. Your soul is so precious that God doesn't want. God doesn't want you to go to hell. It's it's so expensive, it's so precious, it's so costly that just a single soul is is more than the whole world. The cost. Are you here? Yeah. That is why you need to take yourself serious. You need to know that look, I may not have money in my pocket but I'm worth more than money. Look, I may be down today, hey, but God certainly has given me something that the devil is interested in. If you were so poor and there's nothing about you, why is it that even without bank account, the devil is so uh, uh, disturbing you? Why is it that all this, you are even in grace seven, still the devil is interested in You don't have matric yet, but the devil is on your case. That should tell you. You know, nobody spends time about things that are not precious. Do you talk about mad people? Do you go and waste your time about mad people? No. So if you were uh, that nothing, the devil will not waste his time about you. He's been here long enough to know what is precious. Amen. But sometimes it is the Christian who doesn't even know that we are so valuable, that we are so precious. We just live anyhow. From today, may you know how important your soul is. From today, may you place your soul in the hands of God. Are you here? Anytime, look, budget for it. Every Sunday, take yourself to church and tell yourself that I have eaten more than 14 times this week. Only one day I'm going to feed my soul. That one also, you are, your body is contemplating. Your body is fighting your soul. Not today. Why not next week? That is why you need to buy this book. You know, the soul doesn't eat magunya. The soul does not enjoy chisenia. Anytime you are feeling chisenia, magunya, and all those things, it's the body. For the soul needs is the word of God. For the soul and joy is the fasting, the prayer. Amen. The righteous living 
Hallelujah. That is when you are also feeding the soul. And how can you feed your soul? This is soul food. This is, that's what the Bible says. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Amen. 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 May you fill your life with the word of God. May your soul be vibrant. Some of you, you are big, but your soul is emaciated. Your soul is having koshioko. Your soul is malnourished. Because the last time your soul ate was last year, the 31st night. You came to church. Can you believe if you are here and I tell you that eat only once a week? By this time, it will be left with only your head. But some of you, you eat your soul, eat only once a week, every Sunday when you come. And even when you come, you don't have pen and paper or book to write the scriptures and go and eat it to feed your soul. Can we do some spiritual scanning? You just scan your spirit. You notice that your spirit is very lame. You are looking beautiful like this, but your spirit is very lean. We can count the ribs. Some of you, your spirit is in the emergency ward. It's in intensive care. But it's changing in the name of Jesus. I say it's changing in the name of Jesus. You will read the book. You will read your Bible. You will pray. You will fast. You win a soul. You, you do something to feed your soul. Hallelujah. Because your soul is so precious. Your soul is important. Your soul will not just die. Can we quickly go through what we've learned? What are the reasons? Why is your soul important? Number one. Number two. Number three. Number four. Are you here? Number five. Number six. Number six again. Number seven. Okay, and number eight. Your soul can be required. So the way you use your soul is very important. The way you behave. And what was the last one for today? Your soul can be saved by having faith in God. May your soul not be lost. May your soul not be required. May your soul not die. May your soul not perish. But may your soul accept the shepherds that God has appointed to guide you. So you end up in heaven. May your soul be saved. May the Lord bless you. May it be well with you. May you prosper. Yes. May your soul be nourished. That's what the Bible says that he wished above all that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So you notice that the Bible doesn't put the prosperity of your body before the prosperity of your soul. The prosperity of your soul is more important. I see your soul prospering. If your soul prospers, it means that your soul is nourished, is filled with the word of God. Your soul is full of scriptures. Your soul is strong. Hallelujah. That shall be your story. I said that shall be your story. And this morning, if you are not sure that your soul is saved, that is why we are here. May the Lord save our soul.
And may you not miss out on that day. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Stand to your feet. Do something new in my life. Something new in my life. Something new in my life. Oh, oh, yes, Lord. Do something new. Something new in my life. Something new in my life. May the Lord do something new in your life. Oh, something new. Do something new in my life. May we take our soul serious. May we care for our souls. May we feed our souls. May we nourish him. Oh. Before we go out, that we will pray before we exit. Forgive us that we made it about our hair, about our bodies, about shoes, our dresses, and everything. But except they real us. This afternoon we repent, Lord. You have shown us how important we are. So precious. So valuable we are. You bought us with your own blood. We wait more than the whole world. Each one of us. Father, thank you for showing us. Oh, yes, how precious we are in your sight. Lord, this afternoon we come to you and we ask you, God, that those of us, oh, yes, who have neglected the care of our souls and we have developed our muscles, our mind, our beauty, and all that, we are coming back also to develop the actual us. Me, our souls, be strengthened. May our souls mount up and grow and be nourished by your word. As we spend time, oh yes, feeding on your word, studying your word, practicing your word, praying, Lord, may we be nourished not only physically but also spiritually. May our souls be fattened because of your word. Now we pray as many as have not 
receive you and therefore their souls are not saved. Lord, this afternoon we pray, let salvation be their portion. I pray for everyone here under the sound of my voice. Let your power and let your grace, the grace of God that brings salvation appear to all of us. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Now you are here. You want to say, Pastor, I want to do the last point. My soul can be saved by having faith in God. You want to be born again. You want to be saved. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want my soul to die. I don't want to lose my soul. I don't want my soul to be required of me. But I want to accept the shepherds that are appointed to guide me till I end up in heaven. Pray with me and pray for me. If this is what you are saying, please lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. Only your right hand. God bless you. Keep it lifted. Keep it lifted. High above your head and we'll pray together. High above your head. Father, thank you for your word. For you said, oh God, a soul shall be saved when he has faith in you. Lord, let everyone who has lifted their hand, Lord, believe that Jesus Christ died for all of us. Now, with your hands lifted, I want to pray with you. Please move and come to me, my brother. Yes, come from the back. Come. You've lifted your hand. Come. Come to me from the back, from everywhere. Come. 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 My brothers at the back, you lifted your hand. Come. Yes. God bless you. 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 Your soul is important. Your soul is important. Your soul is important. Come, my sister. Come, my brother. Come from the past. Your soul is important. The two of you, yes, you lifted your hand. Come. Come. I'm bargaining for your soul. You cannot lose your soul. Come from the back, from everywhere. You lifted your hand. Come, 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 come. I'm talking about your soul. I'm talking about your soul. You wait more than money. You wait more than the whole world. This afternoon, place your soul in the hands of God. Listen to me. If you are here, maybe you were once born again, but things have happened. You are not sure. I would like to pray with you. It's very important. You cannot hear such a message, the importance of a soul, and live here without committing your soul to God. You are not sure. Will I go to heaven or hell? I might save them if you are not sure. Maybe you did it some time ago. Come. God bless you. Move and come. Move and come. Come. Come, my brother. Come, my sister. I feel that there are people here who need to come. Come. Come, I want to pray with you. You are not sure. You are not sure. Come, I want to pray with you. Come. This is the last time I'm calling. I'm calling for the last time. Maybe you've been coming to church, but today you want your soul to be saved. Okay. Those of us in front, lift your hand and say this prayer with me. Say with me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This afternoon. I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me 
and wash me with your blood. I am sorry for all my sins. I am sorry for all my mistakes. From today, I believe in you. You are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. I believe in you and I receive you into my heart as the Savior, the Lord, and the Master. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. Please write my name. My name is, mention your name. Please write this name in your book of life. From today, I belong to you. From today, I am yours. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Say, Satan, from now, I don't belong to you. I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. I will follow Jesus all the days of my life. Say, Satan, I reject you. I refuse you. Whatever you have in me, I reject it. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I pray for your wonderful children. I pray with them and I pray for them. Oh, yes, Lord. A soul is a soul and it's precious to God. Oh, yes, it's not what you do. It's not the soul of a manager that is important. A soul is a soul. It doesn't matter your profession. It doesn't matter your education. It doesn't matter even, oh yes, your age. A soul is a soul and it's precious. If it were only you, God will still send Jesus to die for you. A soul is a soul and it's precious to God. Father, we thank you for this precious souls. May our life not be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you've been blessed by the Word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.